How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Beso Profundo podcast. <laughs> Excellent. This is a new thing that we're doing. This is like a new little passion project and thing that we're putting together. And it is me, uh, Jonathan, and uh, my co-host, Sam. Hello, hello. Welcome. Hello. Greetings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into it, we are going to be talking today about uh, YouTube music, uh, specifically artists who got their start on or because of YouTube, some popular people such as uh, Bo Burnham, uh, the Pentatonics, and Dodie are just a couple of them that we'll get into, um, followed by, you know, there's some YouTube music originals, there's some tracks uh, that really got popular and blew up with like millions upon millions of views. And then just some other little fun goodies that we think that you'll like. But before we get into that, uh, let's introduce ourselves. Sam, Hell you go yeah. first. Oh, thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Sam. I'm 25. I currently live in New York City. The loudest um, city that exists. The loudest. <laughs> as we were, as you were explaining our lovely topics for the day, I heard a baby crying out in the street. So apologies. <laughs> yeah, that. there was like, there was like that whole thing. Like before we started, Sam was like, "Hey, if there's any like sirens or whatever, I'm just gonna mute myself." I'm like, yeah, that's, probably, <laughs> "That's probably good." Yeah. Like the, like the cop cars from last night. I'm just like, "Oh my god." Yeah. So apologies in advance, but I live in the loudest city. Um, I'm a scientist. It does not sleep. It does not sleep. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> You're a scientist. I'm a scientist by day, a musician by night, and also Ooh. in my free time. Um, and I love music, which is sort of what inspired this podcast. Just my love for music and talking with people about music in all aspects. I completely agree. Sam, what kind of music do you have? Did you do you oh. have any music of your own that is out and published and on Spotify right now? <laughs> I do. My very first <laughs> original song that I wrote and recorded, it's called Something Saucy, Ooh. is out on all streaming platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, apparently, Amazon Music. Um, oh, yeah. everywhere. Holy crap. Everywhere. YouTube Music, which is apparently a thing um yeah so yeah oh my god stream it download it go go let listen to it check it out download it play it for your for your friends at parties mm -hmm. holidays and for all your other cats events. yeah for your cats <laughs> thank you um, yeah <laughs> hi i'm jonathan um unlike sam i have no musical talent um i just like music uh i i I, I I sort of have the, the like a very uninclined uh, viewpoint. I just I just like stuff and I like talking about it. And when uh, when Sam asked me to do the podcast, I'm like, yeah, totally. That sounds great. Uh, but then I'm like, well, I don't know anything. But I know a whole bunch of other useless facts and uh, stuff that I hope you'll also enjoy. So Sam is the professional, whereas I am the casual. So <laughs> thank <laughs> so you, but I am uh, hardly a professional. <laughs> You're you're on Spotify, Apple Music, all these other cool places. I have to disagree. <laughs> well, thank you. No problem. Uh, so today, the first thing that we're going to be doing is the artists who started on YouTube. And what would be the best place to start than one of the first people who really blew up because of YouTube? And I actually really didn't know that before I, I looked it up. 
Um, and that's Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either, to be honest. Sam, were you a believer? I was not. Don't come for me. I was not a believer. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was one of those like, I don't remember how old I was or 2008. So I was 10. I was one of those yeah. 10 year olds that was like, everybody loves Justin Bieber. So I'm gonna hate Justin Bieber. Oh, super controversial stance, like <laughs> very against the grain. Right. See, I was, oh God, in 2008, I was 11. Yeah, we're not, we're actually not that far apart in ages. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 26 right now, which I, you did in your intro and I totally forgot to. Um, but yeah, <laughs> 26. Uh, so it was like it was very that vein too where i'm like all these girls like justin bieber because he has very flippy hair and a melodic voice Ugh. so yeah. i yeah i was like i'm a i'm a cool boy who needs justin bieber um but now i'm like oh he's okay like whatever yeah. uh, I've, I've i've gotten over those weird issues where i'm like i can't like him because all the girls love him <laughs> But he's he's good. Uh, I remember my cousin was super into Justin Bieber, along with a lot of those other Disney Channel stars. Like, right. she had a wall above her bed, like going from one end of the room to the other that had like Joe Jonas, Justin Bieber. Oh, God, what is his name? Not Justin Timberlake. Um, I remember there was an artist. He did a song. Jesse McCartney. Uh, Jesse McCartney. Thank yeah, you. Jesse oh McCartney. my God. He was yeah, good. like Jesse McCartney. Just like all of these pop stars, and I would go over at her house and visit, and just be like, it feels like you know how when uh, that trope where all these old ladies have those haunted dolls. I'm like, oh my God, they're all looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> they watch you when you sleep. I know too many eyes. Uh, but Justin Bieber. Uh, there's a video. It's how he got discovered. Actually, is uh, it's titled "So Sick." Uh, you can look it up. It's him and at, in, at 13 years old in a uh, singing, a local singing contest, and he was discovered by a talent manager. I guess his name is Scooter Braun, and he mm. watched the the his video of the what is it called? What did I even just say? The singing competition, uh, and then he was signed to RBMG Records in 2008. So because of that, he was like snatched up immediately just because of his talent, and I thought that was really cool. Right. And Scooter Braun is, um, well, he's like super big talent manager now, but he also really? manages, oh, Ari yeah, he, he manages Ariana Grande. He was the, I have choice words about Scooter. Um, but oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Like, no, he, words. I'm, I think he's also uh, Demi Lovato's manager. I believe he was also Taylor Swift's manager at one time. Wow but I have heard not great things about him. So that is where my choice words come from. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Like, <laughs> welcome to the Beso Profundo podcast where we, we leave you scathing reviews. Yeah, choice words about Scooter Braun. So if we're going to be our first piece of merch, just like a big shirt with like hot rod flames that says F Scooter Braun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, fun facts about Justin Bieber. Uh, you know how I was like, ugh, gross. I'm a teenage boy. I hate him. Yeah. And like, there's the whole thing where people thought he was annoying. Baby, uh, one of his songs, was once the most disliked video on YouTube for about eight years. No uh, way. Yeah, until, until the YouTube Rewind in 2018, uh, which that was just awful i'm not even gonna mm. go into that one because that is a whole separate that's a whole video that's like a whole nother podcast episode <laughs> that we can get into that wasn't great but then that was the most disliked and i think it went back um but his youtube page 
uh as of february 11th uh he had 71 million subscribers uh and uh as of the end of 2022 he had 29 billion views god which, damn i know that's just like a staggering number like you can't even comprehend that like right. 29 billion oh my gosh yeah and then uh just a little fun thing that i tacked on at the end that i thought was that i thought was really interesting uh billy eilish is apparently a super big fan of of justin bieber uh the, what is the quote uh she's a massive fan of his which is far enough to make her parents think that she needed therapy because of how big of a fan she was of, <laughs> of justin they would meet her for the first time at a festival in 2019 where they hugged and uh, he would later appear on the remix of her song bad guy incredible i know that's just like just imagine being like going from someone putting out your music just on a, like a smaller platform and being like oh my god i love justin bieber and then you go to like a music festival as like a big artist and then they're just like over there not even just justin bieber like they're just right there that's oh like, no i can't even comprehend that such a cool experience though for her she must have oh my gosh she must have been so ecstatic <laughs> no I, t I i totally get it like hey hey man you meet your heroes sometimes it can be cool true i think i would just pass out honestly i i actually i have a funny story about this actually um I, I think i was like i had to be like 15 or 16 and my parents took me to uh a, a comedy show about you know gabriel iglesias fluffy and at the end uh, you got to like meet him, like say hi and like shake his hand or whatever. And so there's a picture of me like with him uh, and he was like, hi, buddy, what's going on? And I like did, I hardly knew what to say. I was like so starstruck. And he was like, hi, yeah. So he like grabbed me and like stuffed me into his shoulder. We took like a little picture. So Aww. I just shut down completely. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think I would do that, too. But it was magical. But the next artist that we are going for is um, Ed Sheeran. I like Ed him. Sheeran. Yeah. Oh, he's super talented. A lot of people don't like him. Like, I think, I, I can't remember who in our friend group really didn't like Ed Sheeran. But I remember hearing some some choice words about about him even. Yeah. Um, but I like I like him. I think, I think he's great. Yeah. His channel was made in 2006 of August, uh, but it didn't really take off until he hit around 10 million subs in 2017 but he was since become one of the fastest growing channels in total views um, and subscribers around 2017-2018 and he's the 28th most subscribed channel and the 30 most viewed on YouTube of all time shoot with him being the most subscribed and viewed YouTube musician not a part of the Vivo network uh, and the second most subscribed musician overall right behind Justin Bieber <laughs> interesting this see i also didn't know that ed sheeran was like got his start on youtube yeah like i'm I'm pretty sure it was uh it was partially because of youtube and then also partially because of i don't know if you've seen the video of um there's one floating around with uh of the graham norton show uh where jamie fox is on it and he was one of the people who like really helped uh to push and put uh, Ed Sheeran into the spotlight. So his video, his music was like gaining popularity anyways, but because of that, they sort of like worked together to like just send him like absolutely through the roof. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I saw um, it was like most subscribed channels of, of all time. Uh, and it was like like a bar graph kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it went through like 2008 all the way up to uh, 2020. And I like how it says like not part of the vivo network because so many of them i think it's i think it was like in like 2013 or something that like the vivo channels dominated 
just the most subscribed channels on the platform. Like, it yeah. was, like there was two creators and then it was all Vivo. It's just like wild. That is wild. Yeah, no, I feel like a lot of artists and stuff, when they post music videos or like when they release an album, they automatically put them on Vivo. I always thought that the musicians automatically have like a Vivo channel as well as like, but I guess not. I guess Vivo yeah. was like, you know, dominating. Yeah, apparently not. But um, like that's that's what I used to do before like I got Spotify and I know a lot of people still use Pandora is I have like I still have the the playlist on YouTube of just like all the songs that I would like. So I'd play it like at my work. But, you know, now we're in the future. We've got Spotify. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but moving from Ed Sheeran, um, Sam, what can you tell me about Sean Mendes? I can tell you oodles of things about Sean Mendes. And actually going off of that uh, in regards to Ed Sheeran, Sean Mendes got his start on YouTube, but also he did a lot of really popular vines. Um, some of his popular ones include his cover of She Looks So Perfect by Five Seconds of Summer, Sweater Weather, Sing. Um, and funnily enough, a lot of his vines, he sang Ed Sheeran music. Oh, wow. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he that, sang that, a lot perfect of Perfect transition. Sheeran. Exactly. He sang a lot of Ed Sheeran and he also plays guitar. Um, so most of the vines he played and sang. Um, but he also has was popular on youtube as well and mm. he actually did a cover contest for coca-cola slash much music which i've never heard of but he sang the 18 by ed sheeran he didn't oh, wow. win but the video was very good and it was very popular i think it had like seven hundred thousand something views or something like that i mean he won in the end like lots of people like like love sean mendez so yeah exactly the people who <laughs> actually won i've never heard of so i yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that just goes to show like what what that uh what that contest even means. So it's, yeah. it's 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 kind of like he lost but then he's like I won with like a question mark like okay cool yeah. Yeah. It's like American Idol when the people who actually win wind up not doing things after or they they don't get as popular as like the person who comes in second like David Archuleta. Right. Like David Archuleta. David oh my Archuleta. god. I remember watching have you you've seen those um those those videos of the of the david archuleta reactions right of like oh that when... was me as a child that was, I, you. that was me except nobody was recording <laughs> yeah just sam in her room just sobbing alone just like no david archuleta i was like how could he not win who even is david cook sorry david cook <laughs> who's david cook no i'm just kidding <laughs> um that's really cool Sean Mendes, 110th most subscribed YouTube channel and 24th most subscribed music artist on YouTube and third subscribed Canadian channel. Ooh, Canada. Yes. And he has oodles of albums. A 2015 album, 2016 album, 2018, 2020, I think is his most recent one, Wonder. And then he also has a handwritten revisited, which is his first album that he revisited of course <laughs> he, <came> back. Part two. <laughs> he has exactly he has two live albums both from madison square garden in 2016 and then he has a few other uh eps and an mtv unplugged which is super cool as well oh so he just has like a lot of content yeah that plus all his vines and his youtube covers he Love has it. oodles of content Speaking of another artist who just absolutely blew me away with how much stuff that they have is the Pentatonics. I I was listening to them because I, I thought it was you know funny doing research. It just sucked me back into their like 
their discography and I was listening to them as I was researching, but they have, oh God, they have 13 albums, like all, of all, <laughs> yeah, PTX volumes one and two, uh, there's PTX three and four, they have uh, a few Christmas albums, like that's, that's kind of, it seems like that's their thing, like the Pentatonics and acapella band, band, group, uh, they just love Christmas, they do Christmas tours, they have one, two, three, four, five Christmas albums. Oh, like and they, they do Christmas so well. They, they really just do the sounds of the so seasons. Well. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, but the um, the group itself, it's a five member acapella singing group, and they were on what show were they on? Um, they were on the Sing Off. Um, but before I get ahead of myself, there's the five members. There's uh, Kirsty, oh, Kirsty. Maldonado, uh, Mitch Grassi, and Scott Hoying. Um, they were friends in high school, and they got together. They were doing a on a local radio show, and uh, and they performed Lady Gaga's Telephone. Um, they lost, unfortunately, but they got a whole bunch of attention from that, which I thought was pretty cool. But which I I, I watched. It's it's really it's mm. pretty. I like acapella. Um, but then they got the two other members of the group uh avi kaplan and kevin olusola i'm hoping i'm pronouncing these correct <laughs> <laughs> i think um, so but yeah they were they were on the sing-off uh and they won which i remember watching that in i think it was in in high school when i was watching it with like with my dad so i got to watch it live and that was really cool but they won 200k and a recording contract uh but the recording company dropped them like almost immediately like a week after why i don't know i don't i see i couldn't find an explanation for that like they just That's weird yeah it's like maybe it just sounded like it was for appearances like yeah cool good job you guys won all right moving on it's like that's so whack like what oh, was that even sucks what was even the win for um the 200k but jokes on them they have three grammys um yeah Best Arrangement, Instrumental, uh, and Acapella in 2015 and 2016. They got Best Country Duo of Group Performance in 2017 for the cover of Jolene. Um, I love them. I've seen them twice in, like, live, and they were just fantastic. I think once while um, the whole group, the whole original group was there, and then uh, I think it was 2017, um avi the bassist he left the group um so they 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 replaced him with um matt sally is it sally or sally um and he took over as the bass so i saw one with uh one without but avi has his like his own albums and stuff out and he's great i think he's mm -hmm. awesome he has a fantastic he, voice they all have fantastic voices oh my gosh yeah like my favorite songs that they do um actually come off of their uh 2015 self-titled album pentatonics uh and actually i'm just looking it up right now because i it totally slipped my mind yeah pentatonics self-titled 2015 album uh can't sleep love it's fantastic and then na 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 amazing mm -hmm. they also, i think they also do they do they mostly did covers before they got into their like their own music that's what ptx volumes like one through three are is just covers yeah so they're i think they're great oh they're so good they must have <laughs> been fantastic live it like they had all these these like 
okay so not you know they they do their own stuff that's what acapella is it's just like all voice they they do their own thing but just their performances were like so like grand and over the top i remember their one that they did at td garden just before avi left i think that was like 2017 um they had these things where it was like five pillars like set up that these people just like wheeled in and then they like rose out of them so they were like all singing <gasps> on top of them and then during it was so surreal uh during the performance um i think i don't remember what song they did but i remember being like up on the balcony and like looking out and then there was just a sea of people using their cell phone uh, camera uh flashlights as you know like you know how they do the candle and they wave it back and forth so it just got like so bright but it was just like just like a sea of stars it was great oh that's so cool so pretty so pretty Do you have any fun uh, pentatonics memories? Um, I remember listening to them a lot in high school when I was also in acapella. <laughs> you were in acapella? Yeah, I was in our high school acapella group. So was my older brother. Um, so that was something fun that we would do like every week. But pentatonics, I think during that time, that would have been like 2014, 15. So they were like super popular. So I think we might have actually even done a cover of one of their covers like i guess their arrangement of a cover Mm -hmm. but i just remember everybody was obsessed with them especially those of us in acapella yeah well because they're they're like one of the the biggest people on the acapella scene like Mm -hmm. as as far as like musicians go like they are so big it's staggering so i I would only imagine but um so the the thing i I think it's funny the the thing that you do with acapella I think I listened to one of the songs because didn't you guys do one recently? Acapella? Yeah, didn't you guys do like a Glee song or something like that? Because I remember one where Derek was like the main voice on it. I can't think of it. I remember Caitlin played it for me. Do you know what I'm talking about? We did a, I think so. We did an album. Gosh, I think that was probably, well, if Derek was still there, it would have been like 2014. But he sang um, Vertigo by... It was Vertigo. Was it Vertigo? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Vertigo. I could even hear it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was a sick arrangement. I don't remember who arranged it, but. Where could where could we find that? Like, if I look that up right now, for anyone who's listening, it's, it could, I just like it. It's good. I think if you, I think we still have it on Spotify. If you type in Witch Pitch with the question mark at the end, um, it should come up. I don't know if they've released anything since I have graduated, which was. A long time ago now i'm not going to talk about it but <laughs> but yeah uh, i i believe it was on the album here yeah i'm seeing that right now vertigo uh here it is the third most popular song of which pitch with a question mark no way i didn't know it was the third most popular song cool yeah so check it out sam and uh derek feature very prominently yeah thank you thank you you are very welcome. But enough about pentatonics and into another uh, artist who does crazy things with his voice, with a fantastic voice, uh, who I, I had never listened to any of her stuff before. Like, n- totally not on my radar was Dodie. Like, you told me about Dodie. Um, I don't remember how it came up, but I think you just you just put it on our outline and I had to check her out just because I think I've maybe heard her name once before. Yeah. Yeah. When we were first uh, doing the research for this episode, 
um jonathan you were like oh think of some people who got their start on youtube like the first person you think of when you think of like a youtube musician i was like dodie dodie was the first person like instantly I thought of. dodie instantly yes um so dodie a bit about her she was born on april 11th 1995 in essex united kingdom Ooh. um yeah so she has a very lovely british accent um, I do not have a lovely British accent. <laughs> that's, that's pretty close. You fooled me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, her YouTube was first created in February of 2011. Uh, her YouTube name is still Doddle Loddle. Doddle Loddle? That's just Doddle fun to Doddle. say. Isn't it, I know, right? Isn't it cute? Um, her first her first video on her channel was released on April 14, 2011. She sang an original song called Rain. And since then, she has gained over 2.2 million subscribers on her YouTube as of June 16, 2023, and 2,052,478 listeners on Spotify. See, that's, she what is... I was, that, that's what I was so confused about. Oh, I'm sorry. But like, oh, no, go ahead. Like, I, like I said, I had never listened to her before and I'd barely heard anything. But then I looked up all her stuff and I'm like, she's so popular. Like her and her music is, is so good. So I'm yeah. like, why, why did this just never come up i only know about her i think it was gosh it must have been like 20 i don't know maybe 2013 or 14 or something but my cousin who was a few years younger than me was obsessed with her and <laughs> dodie did a lot of her um her most popular like first youtube videos she would play her ukulele and sing Aww. and that was like during the time when Every girl between the ages of like 10 and 15 wanted to play the ukulele, which like I, fair because ukulele is a cool instrument. I I, um, to I totally get that. I tried to play ukulele until I realized that my fingers are all messed up and it's so hard to like play stringed instruments. So that's it, like even on the wall behind you, like you have the ukulele yeah. that I that I gave you because I was like, yeah. Sam, I can't play this. Please give it a good home. Like oh. It's like a cat or something. Oh, she has a very good home. Thank you. Um, I, I play her all the time, but oh, yeah, my cousin was like obsessed and she had just gotten a ukulele for Christmas and she was like, I found Dodie. And so I had also gotten a ukulele that Christmas. So the two of us were like binge jamming. watching her videos. Yeah, we were jamming. She had quite a few videos too, where she would do tutorials on how to play her songs on ukulele, oh, which is nice. so cool. Yeah. Makes the learning process so much easier, but yeah she has yeah. released five eps and one album which was released in 2021 called build a problem and she has about 12 ish singles that might be wrong because i counted and i'm not very good at math um yeah <laughs> i say I, my i asked my friend because he's also very into Dodie, and i think it was like it was like super late at night and i'm like damn it sam's asleep i need to, i need to do research so i i texted him and i was like hey man what what should i listen to like you like Dodie." And then he's like, <laughs> just super generic. He's like, it's all good. And I was like, yeah, but what specifically <laughs> should I listen to? He's like, all of it. I'm like, this isn't helping me. He's just like, just listen to Build a Problem and you'll be fine. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. So I listened to, I listened to Build a Problem like at like, like one o'clock in the morning. And I'm just like, it's dark out. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is beautiful. <laughs> oh, I would have weeped. A lot of her songs make me weep. Well, cause she of, has, you know. They're yeah. good, but they're also sad. Right. Like, what What was the one that I told you that was, like, my favorite off of that album? Um, I Kissed Someone and It Wasn't You. So, like, at 1 a.m., like, because she has, like, such a soft voice. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, getting emotional. Like, this is good. Yes. I'm sorry, Dodie. 
screaming. Jody, why happens. must you make me cry? <laughs> yeah, but she like it's like I could I don't think I could listen to it all the time just because like you know it's 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 not like super high energy like and you said like a lot of her music is is very sad so mm-hmm. and it's it's something that my friend said the what the same one who I asked what I should listen to it's all good uh <laughs> he was like it's very since it's like so soft and like almost touching it's it feels more like autumn like especially winter weather like music and I was like yes. that is like I I. I like that's a very unique type of insight that I like. Yes, so, no, I hundred percent agree. It it gives very autumnal vibes. Her voice. I, I know, like I just want to be wrapped up in like a blanket, like cold outside, and I'm just like, tell me, Dodie, preach. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, she also has been on quite a few tours, or she's had quite a few tours. The Intertwine tour in 2017, the U tour, which was 2017, 2018. Um, the spring tour, which was her third UK tour, the human Ooh. tour in 2019 and the build a problem tour, which I just recently ended in 2022. And I actually went to the human tour with our good friend, Stevie. Oh, you did. I did in Boston. It was so fun. She played the house of blues, um, <sighs> super like intimate. I mean, the house of blues is a great place to see shows anyways, because it it's, is, yeah. You know, think, so intimate. You're, every every spot is a good spot, right? Like even know? up in the Mez and everything. Like I I don't remember what year it was, but I saw the band uh, NSP play in the House of Blues. Like I was right mm. up, like that's that's where I was. Like up in the like the top right, no top left Mez, um, like looking down at them, and it was just fantastic. Because like like mm-hmm. you said, it's so close and it's like so personable. So I'm just like they're right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I also went to her build a problem tour last year with my brother. And I think it was, I think we went to the King's theater show in Brooklyn, which is a little bit larger. So we didn't have like the best view. Um, But she's just so good live. You have to go see her. Yes, you have to. Oh, she's so good. Uh, She has also a bunch of nominations and several wins um, in general for awards and she won a shorty award in 2017 for youtube musician and a 2019 independent music award nomination for her song if i'm being honest and she has quite a few popular videos but her most popular are her coming out song which is titled i'm bisexual a coming out song oh happy pride by the way happy pride um, happy wow. pride i'm sorry if i just blew out people's eardrums i'm like i just realized <laughs> i was like oh my god no, it's pride. We have to blow up people's eardrums. Happy pride. Happy pride. That has 6.3 million views. Um, and Sick of Losing Soulmates, which was released in 2017, has 13 million views. Those are like her two most popular um, videos. What is a shorty, by the way? Is it just like a Tony? Is it just a name for an award in a particular category? I don't actually know. I just hear I all believe- these names. I believe the Shorty Awards are an award show that is geared towards, um, like, the internet. Oh. If I am not mistaken, like, I think they're generally given, like, the nominations are given to people who are, like, internet personalities, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I had no idea. Um, yeah. But uh, with Dodie, that leads us into our next one because uh Dodie did collaborations with is it Laufey? Laufey? Yes, Laufey. Laufey or Lo Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to- no, totally botching it. I'm just like, oh, these are very 
spicy names that I don't know how to pronounce. Um, Laufe, Orla Gartland, uh, Thomas Sanders, and also Jacob Collier. Jacob Collier. Jacob Collier. <laughs> yeah, that, well, in post, we'll like put that together and like layer that so that uh, it, it sounds like one of his amazing songs where he does crazy. <laughs> we won't. We totally won't. But like, just imagine that. Imagine we yeah. did that. Yeah. There's like <laughs> 15 of us on the screen and we're all singing Jacob Collier. Yeah, and like different pitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. Yeah. But, uh, so you did the, the research on Jacob Collier because like you, you have a more, I don't want to say personal connection to him, but like you've seen him a lot more, like you've interacted with his content a lot more. Yeah, my brother's actually, well, he's not as obsessed as he used to be, but he was like obsessed with Jacob Ow. Collier. Like the, the, I, the, the iconic picture of like him and Jacob Collier like sitting together. Like that was, yeah. <laughs> that was his contact photo on my phone for like two years. Yeah, I can't remember when he met him. It was, it must have been at the show because I've, we saw him together in Boston quite a few years ago. So I think it yeah. was maybe the time before that, that he met him. Oh, he was so pumped. He's like I met Jacob Collier. <laughs> well, because he's like he's like a crazy musician. Like he he knows, like he uses like crazy techniques. Like what is it called? Like the reharmonization, close harmonies, and like how he yeah. builds how he builds stuff like on stage, like with with the audience. Yeah, he is has a very interactive show, which is incredible. He literally will like split the audience into three groups, and then like make us harmonize it's so cool it is so rad i don't know how he does it and a lot of his show is like just him it's like him a looping pedal and a bunch of instruments and he just goes ham and he oh. is fantastic so like he he jumps from like one instrument to another like putting it together and then like makes his own song that way yeah like does he and said, he does, just does he... like loops instruments and stuff he doesn't set any, any of that up beforehand he just does it right there I believe so. He just does it right there. Yeah. That's so cool. That's, yeah, it's that's so crazy. Talent. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, but he he, co he comes from a, a family of musicians too, which gives him a little bit of an edge. Yes, his mom plays a violin and she's a professor at the Royal Academy of Music's Junior Academy in England. And his sisters are also featured in, I believe, his song uh, Moon River, which is off of Jesse Volume 2. It's a cover of uh, Moon River from the Audrey Hepburn movie. Is it Breakfast at Tiffany's? Um, so. Anyways, regardless, but a fantastic, fantastic um, composition. And I, his sisters, I believe, sing some of the background, some of the higher parts in that song, which is mm. so cute. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like that he got them in on it, too, which is it, it's just really cool. It's like, Me, too. It, it goes from just, you know, a, like a solo act to a family act. Mm-hmm. And I believe he actually won one of his Grammys for his arrangement of Moon River. He has five Grammy wins and 11 nominations. Jeez. Yeah. He is a force to be reckoned with. And almost all of them are for best arrangement. So that just shows you how fantastic he is at arranging music. Like how, how many artists out there have that, have that many, not only just wins, but like also nominations? I think, how many, how many does Billie Eilish have? Like, isn't there like a picture of her like with like all of her like turntable like Grammy awards. Yeah. I I feel like she maybe she there there's definitely a picture of her like that. I feel like she may have won like five or six in one award ceremony. I could be totally wrong. I'm looking but... I'm looking it up right now. 
wow she has yeah she's like a nom- crazy nominee she has Billie eilish has one two three four five six seven seven grammys uh one two three four five of them in 2020 and then two of them in 2021 so like ah uh, yes okay just nar- narrowly in front of jacob collier himself <laughs> and jacob's only 28 he's 28 and he has 11 grammy nominations that's crazy that's just yeah exactly that that that's insane um so oh like my what, gosh what about like his um his stuff that he's put out since he's you know he's big on youtube um like his his first video and like other stuff that people could look up to his first video was published in 2011 and one of his most popular and one of his first videos is his cover of isn't she lovely by stevie wonder that song oh it's so good and it was released uh in 2012 it has 3.7 million views and i don't know if this was one of the ones that got him a grammy but he's had several um covers that he arranged and won the grammys for but he also has some popular videos, which he calls I Harm You, which I think is really funny. Oh, no. <laughs> such a funny title. Um, albums with threatening auras. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. So I was like, are any of these all, like are any of these on his albums? Because I know he has a few albums out there, too. Um, I don't think Isn't She Lovely is on any of his albums, but he has um, his album In My Room, which I believe is the album that he won his first few Grammys for. Few. Um, cool. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but he, so he has uh, volume one of Jesse, which is describes Daybreak. That was released in 2018. He has Jesse volume two, which was, represents the spring of life. That was released in 2019. And Jesse volume three, which represents nighttime. And that was released in 2020. I believe he has a Jesse volume four coming up very soon. Yeah, um, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't find anything for that because um, I was like, I saw like Jesse. Also, to be clear, it's spelled Jesse with a D. So D-J-E-S-S-E. <laughs> Just for clarification. Yes. Cause it, I, yeah, because you, would, you wouldn't even think. I'm like, Jesse. No, huh? yeah. I was pronouncing it the Jesse for a long time, and my brother was like, that's not how you say it. I'm like, oh, sorry. I don't <laughs> that know. That is not correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Jesse albums are super cool because not only do they each represent something different, we have Daybreak, Spring of Life, and Nighttime, but mm-hmm. you can also tell by listening to the album that they each have a different feel. Yeah, just so a completely like, different vibe. Right. Like Volume 1, for example, um, his collab with Doty, they do um oh shoot what is it called here comes the sun. here comes the sun thank you by the beatles mm-hmm. that's on volume one and obviously Doty has a very light a very airy um joyous voice so that versus like some of the r&b beats that you hear on volume three is just such a cool contrast it's so cool to listen to them back to back to back Mm-hmm. Like oh, so there's one just because I can't get it out of my brain. Like there's that one song that I really love by Jacob Collier that I think you performed. It was like "Erase Me" featuring him. Mm-hmm. That's such a good song. That's yes. like that's on my playlist because I have a playlist of just stuff that I like to sing to. Um, but that's on it. It's so good. Ah, yes. so good. Uh, any it's a of the- Lizzie McAlpine song. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Um. Any of the stuff that like we're talking about today, like go look it up. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, like just get into it. Get into some like new music. Expose yourself. Like, in just of new things that you haven't experienced. Like I never listened to Doty or Jacob Collier really, and like listening to this, it is just it has opened my my third eye. It's great. Yeah. 
And it's funny because uh, right before we are recording this episode, mm-hmm. I wanted to listen to a few of Joji's song, who we'll be talking about Joji. next. And it's funny because I have never heard of Joji before. Um, I also haven't heard of like his old YouTube names. But I started listening huh. to the song and I'm like, wait, this one I heard on TikTok. And then I listened to another one. And I was like, wait, this one's also from TikTok. But Jonathan, can you tell us a little bit about Joji? Because I'm very interested in him. Yes, Joji. Oh, my God. He is. He's such a fantastic artist. Um, so Joji, he started out uh, on YouTube uh, under the the, the pages. Um, yeah, he, he had a few. So he started YouTube in 2011 with his um, channels. It had like more like satire, shark, shock humor, dark humor. Um, tread lightly on this one. Um, I'm serious. Uh, TV Filthy Frank, Too Damn Filthy, and Disaster Music. Um, but yeah, so he is, his name is George, George Kusunoki Miller. He's half um, Japanese and half Australian. He grew up in Japan, so he speaks fluently, which he like uses in some of his like early music. Um, and then he moved to the United States. I think he's, yeah, he just, he just turned um, 31, but he's, he's, he's absolutely great um so yeah he, he his character filthy frank and then he had another character named pink guy pink, not pink pink guy uh and he has uh two albums out um as his character pink guy there's pink season and yadada meme uh pink season is great again nsfw do not <laughs> play this in front of your parents it is it's kind of a lot um, and it's a little bit a product of its time, but like his new stuff. So he stopped doing, he eventually stopped um, being filthy Frank and being pink guy, like his channel. I think it went, he stopped around seven years ago. Um, like that's when some of his last music and uh, his last videos were on the channel. Like, yeah, I think like six, or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, fun fact about him, which I, I just, I just think it's so cool. Uh, he, he was the one who popularized the Harlem shake in, in 2013. Like there's, no there's a, way. yeah, there's a video of him and like a couple of his friends, like they're like doing like the thing where, you know, like, like the lean back, you just sort of like shake your arms <laughs> and then all of a sudden it cuts and there's like 20 something different people. So that's, yeah. that's, that's on his page. I just thought it was cool. Um, but so once he moved away from being fil- uh, filthy Frank, uh, and pink guy, he he started. He, he went under like his own name as Joji, which is it's funny. Um, is because uh, I don't remember which one it was, but I cosplayed as him to an anime convention uh, because he you know he does videos like in one of his videos he talks about like weeaboos and whatever. But so it, it's it's on brand, it's on theme. But I cosplayed as him. <laughs> going to the thing and i people would just shout at me like from across the con they'd be like yo what up frank and he has like a crazy deep voice so i'd like scream something back while i was like, to be, like <laughs> crazy vulgar and then at one point um do you know what do you know what do you know what glomping is <laughs> no <laughs> oh my god sam it's it's like it's like older internet culture um but it's sort of like where you like throw yourself like on someone else's like back and do like a kind of like hug thing like around their neck and shoulders. Um, but typically, oh. yeah, it's, it's, it's shown in anime sometimes like older classic animes, but it could just kind of turned into a thing. It'd be like, oh, glomp, whatever. Super cringe. Um, <laughs> but normally when you do that, like maybe someone is a little, at least a little bit aware of what you're doing 
but like i had on uh like this aviator hat and and sunglasses and like tiny sunglasses so like this girl came up behind me and like jumped on me and i had no idea so i was like oh what and just shaken <laughs> and so just in like reasonably like what is going on and then some dude i heard a guy go like to her you can't do that and then like turned to me and went i'm so sorry and then they were so quickly gone so before i even knew what was happening i was just like okay thank you bye <laughs> just, you can't do that yeah like you can't do that and then just dragged her away i'm so sorry that's just a little silly story. He also, Fantastic. He also has a book out with the lore of his channel that I bought. I have it at home. Ooh. I read like half of it before I was like, wow, this is not good, but I am in love with it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, but back to his actual music. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like his music. He's great. Um, you were talking about some of the songs that you know from TikTok. Um, which yeah, his most popular ones. Uh, I think it was it was off of his Ballads One album in 2018, "Slow Dancing in the Dark," um, and then the other one, which is uh, "Glimpses of Us," uh, in 2022. That one makes me cry. Like when mm -hmm. you when you listen to their lyrics, that one would also be a good one. That's like very lyrically dense because of like how deep it is. It's like him talking about like he's with someone but missing someone else. It's like a whole thing yeah um i like it and then he also has um it's his second album nectar which was released in 2020 uh with the single sanctuary and run um yeah it's they he has a couple albums out they're all good um listen to his joji stuff be careful with his filthy frank and pink guy <laughs> stuff nsfw yeah like i'm I'm so serious. I can't. I can't even talk about it on the podcast. Um, but also uh, another person. Well, because so so Joji's his his stuff with Pink Guy and whatever. It's comedy. Um, but another uh, artist who also does comedy that's actually been been pretty been pretty popular recently is Bo Burnham. Like Sam, you hadn't really listened to his stuff before, have you? No, I saw um, very briefly. The, is it inside the special that he did during 2020 during yes. lockdown? Oh, it's so I've heard good. a few of the songs like, um, oh, what's that one about? Uh, oh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff that song is Jeff pretty good. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, other than that, I have I hadn't listened to him very much or seen his videos. No. See, I'm I'm, I'm kind of surprised because he's he's been on the platform for like for years. Um, yeah. He. Yeah, it was in 2006, which is the YouTube came out. Um, and before it was like really what it was, um, he put out a song uh, called My Whole Family, in which <laughs> it, has, it has 12 million, million views right now. Like his first thing, he put it up uh, for his brother, like to see. Um, and it very, very quickly became like kind of like a smash hit. Um, Bo Burnham's local, like to, to where we used to live. Um, so he, mm -hmm. he went to St. John's in Danvers. Um, and he was like a theater kid, um, high school drama guild. And so he's just, he's such a great stage performer. Like he, all of his albums, well, actually not, maybe not all of his albums. Like most of the albums that he has that are out are taken directly from his performances on the stage from, from his tours. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. So you listening to it, you hear the the um the audience interaction, like them laughing and whatever. So it's 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 the live the live show. It's great. Oh, that's so cool. His, I his, love live albums. 
Oh yeah, his uh, his first album, uh, which it's it's technically not an album. It's it's a six track EP. Uh, what wait, what does EP stand for? Actually, do you, um, do you know? Because I'm like, I actually uh, I forget I forget what the um the acronym is. Yeah, but I feel like it has something to do with either the way that it's produced or the amount of songs. Uh-huh, I have it right here. I think I'm wrong. <laughs> EP, EP, st- we're learning extended live. Extended play. <laughs> you get to hear us putting it together. Yeah, extended True. play. EP stands for extended play, meaning that an EP is longer than a single, but shorter than an album. Um, two to five mm. songs are under 30 minutes. Um, but yeah, so he has, so it's called Beau for Show, uh, six tracks. Um, and on the same day that he released it, he put out an, a funny announcement video um, with the song, I'm Boyo. Um, right, he like does like a funny like keyboard rap because that's what he typically does. Like all of his stuff is like is on the keyboard. Like that's what he plays. Um, and I'm pretty sure Bo Fischow, uh is a part of his uh, next album, which is the self-titled Bo Burnham album, uh, his debut album and first recorded live in 2009, followed by Words 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 in October 2010. Uh, there's What? It's literally What? Period. Uh, that he put out <laughs> in 2013. Um, he didn't put out any more stuff after that, but in 2013 and 2014, uh, he was super active on Vine, which I forgot to talk about earlier when we were talking about Sean Mendez, RIP Vine. You'll be forever, <laughs> forever missed. Um, and then uh, in 2015, um, he was 25 at this point, he started touring uh, with a stand-up special called Make Happy. But he because of this he actually stopped doing live comedy because of what was happening to him like he had like super severe anxiety and he would have like anxiety and panic attacks not only before his shows but like on stage like oh wh- yeah exactly while he and he can't just stop he would just have to like power through it um right which was like really unfortunate. So he just had to stop doing, he had to focus on himself and he's like, this is like not healthy. So he just, he just stopped doing it. Um, But in between that time of him um, in 2015 and, you know, with his thing inside, which was filmed during the 2020 pandemic, um, he wrote and directed a movie um, in 2018 called eighth grade. Have have you seen that? Like, do you know anything about that? No, I haven't. I feel see. I feel like that would be like um like something that you'd be into. I don't know why. I probably would like it. Just like by the vibe alone. Um, but uh, he directed that movie, and then his like biggest thing recently is that in um twenty twenty one he put out the um he put out the the movie. I guess it's technically a movie. Um, of it's called Inside. And inside is him. So like right before the pandemic, he was like, you know what? It's been so long. I'm going to start touring again. I'm going to start doing live performances. I'm going to get back into it. And then the pandemic hit and it completely like shut it down, shut down his world. And it was really, really unfortunate because he's, he's such a great guy. He's such a cool mm. performer. Um, I think he did, um, he did something. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was called like the green room or something like that, where it was him. It was Ray Romano. It was um, like just basically comedians, like doing like a little round table where they were talking to each other. 
And what a fantastic lineup. <laughs> and Bo Burnham and Ray Romano. Just those two alone is just, such a sick, sick lineup. Oh yeah. Um I'll 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 try I'll try to look it up um while I'm doing this. But oh Mark Marin was also there. Um Gary Shandling, Judd Apatow, like they're they're fantastic. And just by that, he just seems like a really fun, genuine guy. Um but yeah, inside it, it was very I so recommend that you watch it. Like anyone watches it because he does songs on it that are very funny like that is how the world works welcome to the internet is also is also a big one on that one jeffrey bezos Mm -hmm. but like the stuff in between he's basically taking you through the making of his whole album um in in lockdown and at certain points like the first the first half of it is like pretty funny but then like the second half you're you're literally watching him like mentally deteriorate like the um the the topic of it is like pretty heavy but it's it's predominantly about like mental health like and how Mm. he's locked down so at the second half i'm like wow i don't know whether to laugh or cry so it's it's very it's like supercharged and emotional and i just it's it's really really good because it's funny he's a great performer so super talented super talented so talented i i watched it we watched it in when we lived in adams and i think it was me caitlin and derek and we were like yeah this just came out we should totally check this out and by the end i'm like oh my god that was a lot (laughs) (laughs) like that was a roller coaster Um, i think it's cool that he named it inside because it sort of feels like it's like a dual meaning obviously inside because we were stuck inside for the pandemic yeah but also if it's about mental health then sort of like a i don't know what to call it yeah, like a like a double meaning, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's funny because uh, so he, you know, I think he he it was on Netflix originally. Like he sold it to Netflix. Like he got the money for it. It was great. Mm-hmm. And it was a full length feature. Um, but then uh, last year he he put out uh, Inside the Outtakes, which is an hour and three minutes long. So it's basically Inside Part Two. Uh, so it's like it's so much content of just him like putting it together it's like it's literally the the background of the background of inside like he's showing you even how he's like doing the whole thing um oh cool oh yeah um but you can check it out on spotify it's called um what is it yeah inside uh the album i scrolled away from it um released alongside the film but it he did he did all of it like the production the recording everything so so good damn yeah oh good stuff to to to, to recommend um is that all for for our artists i think so oh wow we're we're we're, we're at about an hour um got some got some more stuff for you guys but um away from the big established and you know cemented artists like the the hit names like we talked about ed sheeran bo burnham jacob collier and dodie um there are songs on youtube that became super popular and sam you watched through all of them and i absolutely <laughs> i lived for your reactions to them because you had like really never watched a lot of these um that came from the yeah. platform and i was just like I, I i listed them down and i'm like check them out they're really good yeah there's quite a few that i remember watching as a child like i, I was absolutely obsessed with chocolate rain chocolate uh, which we'll be rain. talking about first and there's a few others on our list that I remember watching, but like I think more than half of them I hadn't seen before. And watching them now as an adult, 
I felt like I had a stroke for like <laughs> half of the video. <laughs> I'm like, wait, am I like high or like what a is stroke? going? I don't on. know. Yeah, I'm like, Sam, you okay? Like your face is melting. Like what's going on? <laughs> exactly. Um, which ones? Okay, so before I get into it, which ones have you seen before? Like which ones were you like? Oh, I remember this. I have seen Chocolate Rain by Tayson. Um, by Tayson Day. I remember hearing shoes like shoes. People would always oh talk God, like this shoes. in elementary school. Shoes, but I didn't remember the video. Oh um, that's gosh. by Liam Kyle Sullivan. The Duck Song by Forest Fire One Hundred One. Up to the lemonade stand, and the <laughs> the stand. stand. Hey. hey, bom bom bom. Got any Got grapes? Any grapes? <laughs> and um way. sorry <laughs> waddle, waddle. that's one of, that's one of those songs that will like work its way into your brain and then never leave it's like it's like a it's like a worm a i'm gonna wake up at 3 a.m and my sleep paralysis demon is gonna be singing the goddamn duck song <laughs> it's just or like you you like wake up you can't move or it is the just, duck it is the duck yeah exactly <laughs> just like in the corner and like yeah you just hear very menacingly like god waddle, grapes <laughs> Got any grapes? Give me your grapes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, it's threatening. Oh gosh, uh, that so... and the last one that I have seen is um, "Watch Out for My Body Rolls." Watch, Watch out, out for, for my, my body, body rolls. rolls. High kicks, high kicks. This is how yes. we do it. From uh, Leslie Hall Leslie... and the other ones I hadn't seen. Yeah, so um, starting at the top, I put these in chronological order just because I'm like, oh, going from like old old school YouTube to like you know stuff that we might be more familiar with nowadays. But yeah, Chocolate Rain by Tay Zonde, um, super iconic. Like he has like you know he's he's in his little studio like performing like singing. I think um, in one of his interviews that I watch, he even talks about it where um, at one point during the video he has like the I I lean away from the mic to breathe. That used to be a shirt <laughs> in Hot Topic. Like, you could get that. And people would be like, oh, my God, Tay's on Chocolate Rain. <laughs> um, me being, because, okay, so it was put out in 2007. How old was I in 2007? I was 10 years old. Mm. Um, and I don't know why. Me, like, lit watching it and <laughs> being a stupid being a stupid little boy, when you hear Chocolate Rain, I don't remember who told me, but they're like, yeah, man, it's poop. It's chocolate rain. It's about poop. So just so stupid. Um, but uh, I think I think it's about it's actually about like the the struggle of being an an African American in like the world in like America, which is vastly different from what I was told. So it's yeah, it, it's actually ditto. it's actually really nice. So chocolate rain. I know it's a meme song, but it's actually good. So. Yeah, I had no idea that that was the actual meeting. I feel quite bad. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, you I was like going around singing. This is like a nine year old being like vanilla snow. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what, what, what did that come from again? Vanilla snow? I My could, friend. You said that for... randomly, like out of the blue. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> My friend, for some reason, when this came out, we were all obsessed with it. And my friends made his own parody where he would go vanilla snow because when i think when we heard chocolate rain we automatically thought of like literal chocolate rain so you know vanilla snow yeah. is kind of like the opposite so, of that again su of. super like super innocent you're like yeah we'll make a sunday chocolate rain vanilla snow exactly um, but it's actually like a super deep meaning, yeah exactly but... it's like you're like the gravity hits you and you're like oh my god 
Yeah, exactly. Um, but Chocolate Rain has 136 million views. Like I said, it came out Damn. in 2007. And then next on the list, uh, Shoes. Uh, in 2007, same year, 69 million by Liam Kyle Sullivan. He he's great. Uh, he he plays. Oh God, what is it? What is his character name? Let me look this Kelly? up. Kelly. Is is it Kelly? Is it is it Kelly? I might be completely wrong. Yeah. So he in in the in the video, he plays uh, Kelly. He plays uh, the dad and the brother. It's 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 so funny because like. It's one of those songs for me that I will play literally over and over again. Me and Caitlin like <laughs> reference it at each other. Like if something's expensive, there's a line in it where he, where, where he goes, these shoes are $300. These shoes are $300. These shoes are $300 fucking dollars. Let's get them. <laughs> so like if, if something's like expensive, I'll just go, these shoes are $300. Let's get them. Let's get them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, just, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, the whole premise is that like, it's like the twins' birthday, and the uh, they're gonna open their presents. The brother goes first, and he gets a new computer and a car. And then Kelly gets like a big purple dinosaur, and like they're uh, they're arguing, like with, with, you know she's arguing with her parents, and they're like, "Where are you going? I'm gonna get what I want." <laughs> <laughs> the so, voice is just fantastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's it's. Please watch shoes. It's so funny. Like, uh, you have to watch it. Any of these videos that we're talking about right now, we'll link them. Like, I don't know where we'll put them, like in the description somewhere or, you know, copy and paste. They're just, they're so iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, and she has like way too many shoes. She'd be like, these shoes rule. These shoes suck. And like tossing them <laughs> off. It's, it's, it's so good. But then it like, it takes such a turn because then there's like the ladies dancing with fire. There's like the pool party. There's like the dude in the robot costume, like doing their thing. It just turns yeah, out that like, part was kind of trippy. I know. Oh yeah. And then at the end where like, like the multicolors with like the, dra- like the purple dragon stuffy, like attacks. <laughs> yes. What did you, wait, what did you, what did you say about that one? Cause you're like, what did I say? Oh, you're like, I... oh, he's the Cunningham Muffin guy. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about that. Muffins. I used to be obsessed with that video. Oh. Nail Muffin. Fire. Blueberry Muffin. Fire. <laughs> Blueberry Muffin. Strawberry Muffin. Yeah, I had no idea muffin, that girl. that was. I like it. <laughs> I had no idea that that was the same guy. Also, I was commenting on. Well, like the beat drop at the end mm-hmm. is just was just so good. So and also heavy. in the beginning of the video, is that like a picture of President Bush in the background? It was, yeah. It's a, on the, the wall. Because they're like the uber like conservative, like buttoned up parents. So just like on the wall, just like, yeah, just straight up like George Bush. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. I, I love shoes. It's so quotable. It's so silly and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, then your reaction to this one absolutely killed me um obama girl uh by the key of awesome <laughs> obama girl <laughs> i uh, hadn't seen this one i watched it the other day and first of all why is it so groovy it literally like feels so... like it could be an early 2000s jam like i was feeling like jordan sparks hillary duff the cheetah girls i'm like this is the vibe i'm getting from this it's so good and plus it's like just the the, the atmosphere that it creates like because mm-hmm. what is the song about Sam? What what is what is she singing about? It's 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 called Obama Girl. Why is it called Obama Girl? She is singing about how she loves Obama and 
and she wants to Barack. Wait, no. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> no, no, say it. She, she's gonna. She's gonna. She do... wants. She wants to Barack him all night. Oh my God! Yeah, it's literally a song about how this girl. He wasn't the president yet because it's from. It's from. Um, I think he was going to be the president. It's from two thousand eight. It's twenty seven million views. Deserves so many more. Um, mm-hmm. but it's literally about her. And she's singing about how she loves Obama and she wants to like be with him. And like it, it, it's the way that it starts is that she's talking to the phone. She's like, Hey, I saw you on TV. Yeah. Great. I can't wait to see you later. <laughs> like, it's like so sensual. And then she's, yeah, exactly. She wants to Barack him all night. It's just, Oh my God. I hit the floor. So- I would like to say that that is an actual quote from it an is. actual lyric from it's what the song. she says. It's a- quote you can barack me all night well see i just you could not get past it because it's just it comes so out of left field oh my god it's so good oh my god yeah obama girl by the key of awesome um we even talked about this one earlier the duck song just Mm. the absolute leech brain worm will never go away we already, t- we already talked about that with that one a little bit, but just like yeah. it actually it has five hundred and eighty nine million views, which is just because just, just imagine how many people sent that to each other just like as a joke. I know my I know my friend Matt, um, he even s- sent it to me like a few times. He'll be like, hey, man, check this out, blah, 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 like disguised as something else or just like randomly he'll just send it to me. And I would it would just automatically play because I just see like a YouTube link that'd be like YouTube slash watch random capitalized letters channel forest fire. And I never know what it was. So I'd click on it and then it would just play at like full volume. (laughs) You got like Rick rolled with the duck song. Yeah, exactly. With the (laughs) duck song. And I'd get I'd get like increasingly pissed about it until like eventually I'd be like nostalgic for it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love the duck song. But yeah, 589 million views. That is this to me crazy. feels like the 2000s equivalent of Baby Shark, which is like currently yeah. like I feel they have the same vibe in terms of like small children will continuously sing them until you want to die. Yeah, exactly. Like, please stop singing the duck song. Oh, my God. And that's what we're doing right now. Like, yeah, like literally Baby Shark, Cocoa Melon. I'm like, I'll pay you any Cocoa Melon. I'll pay you any <laughs> amount of money to just not ever again. Same. Um, uh, but yeah, 2009. Uh, duck song 589 million views and the next one is my personal favorite <laughs> uh it's tw- from 2010 proto of snagum uh to- with 210 million views it's a uh, he-man and the only way th- that i know how to say the song is it's, it's literally a hey yeah 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 because what what song is hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I said, said hey, hey. What's going on? <laughs> okay, so what's what song is that actually? Is it, I don't it's, know. It's, isn't it like "What's Up"? Maybe I'll, the only part I know is the chorus, which is that part. Right. It's like, uh, it's by Four Non. Yeah, Four Non Blondes. What's up? And like, it's it's ah. actually it's actually a good song. Like, I I like her performance, but this one so. The reason why it's called He-Man is because the song is done with like a silly voice and it's um, done over with like clips from the classic He-Man show. And like it's synced up so well is that like and like looped is that it looks like He-Man is singing it. And at one part, you know, in the actual song, he goes and he prayed oh my god did i pray and but like in that part <laughs> it's done by skeletor so it so he'll just be like you know you'll be singing and then you just hear and he prayed it's so good <laughs> 
this is the one where i watched it and i was like i'm having a stroke yeah exactly real. like it's it's just so much like yeah what are your comments you're like is this a fever dream i've never <laughs> seen this i'm having a stroke for real <laughs> and then matching up with the animation was actually very good it right. does look like the cartoon it's, is singing the song. it's like it's like really well done i want this to be played at my wedding i want this to be played at my funeral <laughs> it'll be a backtrack to my epitaph i love this song <laughs> It's, I prefer I prefer it over the original. Mm. It's it's so Agreed. good. But then you also you also liked uh, same year uh, body rolls by Leslie Hall, which has twenty five million views. Yes, this one I actually remember. Um, I didn't remember the video, but I remember the song being very popular, like people singing it at my school. My favorite part is is I could not figure out what this was. The harmony that she does on the high kicks, high, high kicks. kicks this is how we do it. It's like it's so crunchy, and I was listening to it. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> this uh, one also feels like a fever dream. I I think it's really fun because um, the 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 premise of the song is that she's like she's trying to get um she's walking through this forest and she finds like a little goblin who's wearing like tight pants, and then she's like, "I wanted them more than ever." Like she's like she she wants to have. The, the tight pants so like this little community of goblins like sews these tight pants so that she can wear them <laughs> and, and rule the land but then at the end she's like i wanted them more than ever but then he turned around and said never but then uh she's already wearing like a bodysuit so she does like a power dance and like defeats all like the little goblins it the, the <laughs> pre like without context without hearing the song you're like wow this sounds really dumb but it's actually really it's actually really fun it's pretty great. There's a rap part at the end. Um, my comment for that was, holy hell. <laughs> what, what is what is the rap part? Oh, yeah. She's it's like, like, I begged that boy to make me some. Gotta dance like that where I come from. Yes. Yeah. I like, oh, my God. I'm really having a stroke Work now. that elastic. It's looking fantastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I, it's, it's so funny. Um, yeah, that one came out in, what did I say? 2010. This next one takes quite a jump, though, um, by Hovey Benjamin in 2017. 3.7 million views. It's called Send Bobs. And so, oh my God. The reason for that is because, so this guy basically, he takes these comments that um, men have sent to women and d puts like a song to them. So, Send Bobs is because it's like Indian guys, like from India, sending women like these these messages like these very pr provocative and like supercharged messages about how they're like hi dear can you open up your cloth send bobs like <laughs> and so he puts like he puts the beat over it and it's like it's i remember my friend uh my friend showed this because we had a, we we hosted a party and we you know we had youtube open and i thought it was so funny it's because he's like hey can I put something on? And I was like, yeah, man, whatever. So I handed him the controller and he put it on. And it was such a surreal experience just because like the beat is super dope. And like, it's, it's, it's a good song. But then I was just like, Hey man, what was that about again? And he's like, Oh yeah. And so he <laughs> just played it again. So I was like, Oh my God. I really enjoyed the visuals of this song. <laughs> just it, like it really just emphasizes the entire, the entire thing. Well, yeah, because like, not only is it like screenshots, like of these messages that these women have got but it's like the super like deep fried images of just like random <laughs> <Yes>. dudes <laughs> oh my god 
so that uh but i remember in our so we did the the um the like our first draft of the first episode didn't you say like it's it sounded like this guy who does like internet songs and i was like oh my god that's lubalin oh yes like the guy who or i don't know if he does like songs but he does this one video like um reading people talking about a ouija board but they spell it incorrectly so it's like what is a luigi board what happened to my waluigi board See, oh i don't know if is that, that what we were talking about uh, we we brought that up that's not lubalin um but that was just like another one where it's like what is a waweg board so it's i guess it's like similar to that <laughs> where, where it's just like talking about like it's taking the, the the screenshots and questions no um so he did he has seven songs out called uh they're all called internet drama part whatever um and like the songs in general, it's like it's internet drama parentheses what it's about. Like he has one called like is the is this available? Like where someone wants to come by and pick something up, and like they're asking the questions, but then uh, like answering the questions to this person, they're like stop messaging me. There's also another one. I think it's part seven. Is it about the horses? No, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's internet drama part five. Fifteen thousand pound horse, and he all the songs what? Are, yeah okay so all the songs are done in like a different style where like this one is done as like a country song the, it's like these two girls talking where they both they're both horse girls but this one girl says oh my horse is fifteen thousand pounds and the other girl's like there's no way like that horse is too big and the other and the first girl goes you don't know everything about horses like my horse is bigger and stronger than yours and she's like yeah but that's not <laughs> and it just it's so funny not part of this episode or actually should be part of this episode is is lubalin yeah like i don't i don't know why i didn't just tack him in at the end i guess we're doing it now we're doing do it live hell yeah we're doing it live do it live uh yeah lubalin spelled l-u-b-a-l-i-n he just makes songs about internet drama um about people just arguing with it. each other really good um and then <laughs> came out in 2019 um, you watched this one, right? Chug Jug with you? I did. I did. I forgot to um, make notes about it, but... That's okay. But yeah, Chug Jug with you. So it's it takes the beat from the song American Boy with Estelle and Kanye. It's about Fortnite. So like, I guess <laughs> I, I've only, I've literally only played Fortnite a few times. Um, but too. yeah, a Chug Jug. You played Fortnite? I've only played it a few times. Yeah, I was not oh. good at it in the slightest. Neither was <laughs> I neither was did I. Not find it enjoyable, it's, but I know I just the battle royale style. I keep getting spanked and I keep losing. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> after this game, I don't want to play this anymore. And then I played. Yeah. A bunch of, I played a bunch of Overwatch, and which is very similar. So I don't. I I'm not one to talk. Please don't judge me. I do like uh, Overwatch better though. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I played that uh, like by myself. I played with Caitlyn. I played it with Stevie. Stevie is like significantly better than I am by a lot, mm -hmm. by a lot, a yep. lot. I, and if he listens to this, I'm sorry, I'm bad. Um, I know we played together <laughs> and I'm absolute trash. Like just straight up dog water, but you know, whatever. At least you're not as bad as me. The I, amount of times I die in that game. And what, even when I play it by myself with like people online, I, I just, oh, I'm terrible. I'm the worst one. It's all, it's all about practice. You can do it. But um, that's true. I've been I've been not playing as much recently because of drama with Blizzard because I was mad. That's a whole different issue. But uh, chug jug with you, yeah. Like I guess a chug jug is 
I think it's I think it's the item that like when you drink it, it gives you like more shield. So like it doesn't directly affect your health. But that's another song that like I love to sing where it starts out. He's like, yeah, we got a number one victory royale. Yeah, oh, Fortnite. Yeah. We got to get down to get down, get down <laughs> 10 kills on the board right now. I know all the words. I know all the words. It's horrible, but I love it. It's a great song. So catchy, though. It's, it's such like, a good song. It's it is super catchy. Like I would just listen to it over. Like I have it on Spotify. I have lots of playlists on Spotify for like different things and different reasons. But I have one called. It's literally it's literally called Head Empty No Thoughts, where it's just <laughs> it's just like silly songs that I think that I think are dumb, but I can't stop listening to. And like th- this song is on it, just because it's just it's 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 fun love it but yeah good good song i also like american boy i've also met estelle before um she was seriously she was really nice yeah so i was at comic-con i don't remember how many years ago it was but it was when steven universe was still on like on the air because it's it since ended steven universe steven universe feature and all four of them you know zach callison Dee magno hall michaela Dietz, and estelle were there because they play all the main characters and so i got to talk to her <gasps> i fucking i embarrassed myself in front of estelle because I not only do I like her music, but like, you know, she was there. She plays Garnet. And uh, I was like, hey, you know, she's like, hey, what's going on? She was playing music and like jamming. People had signed her tablecloth. And I remember I'm like, oh, my God, I love your music. And like and she was like, oh, thank you. I was like, my mom loves your music, too. And I was like, and she's like, oh, cool. Well, tell your mom I said hi. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't say that out loud, but I was like, <laughs> why, did, why did I say that? Why would you go up to an artist and be like, hey, my mom likes your music? My mom loves your music. <laughs> yeah, like that. I don't. I'm like, I don't want to date myself, but like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how old she is, but like, I was just. I. Like, That's so funny. I was so red in the face after. I was like, I'm so stupid. so yeah that's just something oh man she's really nice though she's like a really chill person oh i didn't know she played a character in steven universe now i feel silly yeah um there's zach callison he does his own music like he has like a whole he has like a whole album out also um off the top of my head i can't remember what it's called oh no it's called a picture perfect hollywood heartbreak uh he also has war that's a that's the single off of that same album um but so he does the music Dee magno hall sings she's a fantastic i don't think michaela's a singer there's estelle also plays she plays garnet mm. zach plays steven and uh Dee plays pearl and then michaela plays amethyst but um yeah super all really really cool people all of them i think we that's one of the episode ideas that we have in our like we have like a big document of like this is yeah these are episode ideas um so stay tuned for that yeah stick around not sure when it's coming but (laughs) yeah whenever whenever it happens we have tons of ideas tons of stuff that we want to do um and like so much content that we'll put out for everyone and their listening ears to enjoy but then this 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 just little small section that i wanted to tack in at the end because without youtube music we could not have had uh amvs and amv i don't know sam did you ever did you ever watch them Mm-mm. youtube amvs are basically like they're they're videos so they're called they're, they were like a, um anime music videos that's what amv stands for uh and they were created by oh. um anime fans who would combine their favorite clips to music um maybe like around a particular theme so the ones that i remember watching were like because i said it, i think i said it like a couple of times like in our original first take of, of like the episode like our, our 
our prologue um but mm -hmm. like five finger ele uh, finger 11 paralyzer bring me to life evanescence down with the sickness disturbed <laughs> and then uh trinity by um i don't even know what did you say nine sound system like zero zero nine sound system like it'd be like naruto and sasuke from like just just fighting each other like that classic scene from the waterfall or it would be like what's a, what's a, what's another good one like another good classic and it'd be like bleach and where ichigo is like doing his thing like whatever fighting people you know because you don't watch a lot of anime do you i don't know but i i feel like now that you've explained what amvs are i'm like picturing it in my head like these clips of animes with like down with the sickness. <laughs> yeah exactly like su super epic like footage just to like suit and oh my god looking back on yeah. them i'm like you know whatever like they're fine but i remember thinking like they're so badass at the time and i'm like oh my god this is awesome me being like 12. <laughs> if you know what i'm talking about when it comes to amvs around like 2006 to 2010 you qualify for a senior citizen citizenship discount like full <laughs> full full early bird special like your social security will be coming in soon i'm so sorry yeah. i don't make the rules that's just how this works <laughs> we just enforce them i know. You know i'm it's it's kind of like the game that you just lost like you know what i mean like that ah, damn it <laughs> that, that's that's how that's how this works like it's i don't make the rule no yeah i can just imagine well now that i now I that lost I, now that i said that like there's going to be a couple of people that are going to be i'm going to get text messages that are just going to be so angry like if <laughs> if you have my number and you listen to the episode and you lost the game let me know just you could be me too you could be as vitriolic as you want and and, and tell us <laughs> oh my god you don't even have to tell us that you're listening to the episode just say god damn it sam and jonathan i lost the game and then we know that you listen yeah exactly so. that's it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> like a you don't you don't have to but it'd just be funny but that's all we have that's all we have for today yeah yeah oh my gosh this was so fun super fun um like i said we have so many more ideas that we're gonna come out with there's like so much more content, like, you know, maybe some holiday episodes where mm -hmm. we're going to go over a Christmas carol or something like ha Halloween. The Muppet stuff. Christmas Carol. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, that's, the, that's the ghost of Christmas future. You better watch out and wait for it. Really yes. Putting it out. It's going to be great. But then, you know, we're going to analyze albums of like different artists, even different like musical genres just themes like what what are what are some of our what are some of our ideas let's 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 give a let's wet these these listeners whistles like what do we have in store for them sam yeah let's see sam, let's I've, I've talked see. too much sam take it away no no we have in no particular order we have um a several part disney yeah episode coming because both um, both sam and i love disney we'll we'll sing it to the high heavens oh yeah oh yeah um stay tuned very soon we will be doing a deep dive into folklore by taylor swift that is going to be episode two going into folklore yes episode two next wednesday what is that july something yeah because our, our well so obviously the, this july 5th yeah this episode is going to be going out and on whatever like this wednesday this wednesday but yeah right yes yes it's gonna wednesday be going the 28th out wednesday the 28th which is either when you're listening or after the fact it doesn't matter but then yeah the following week the yeah the fifth uh is when 
the folklore album should come out yeah so we'll be doing that let's see we also have uh motion picture soundtracks mm-hmm. for example studio ghibli films oh. the twilight original soundtrack that was just so good that was one of yours i was i was like seriously like twilight and you're like oh my god oh, it's yeah so good donnie darko um we also are going to do a deep dive into paramore mm-hmm. yes that's going to be good one. commercial jingles Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Like, oh Phineas my God. Phineas and Ferb. So many. What, what, what is his name? It's Dan Harmon. Yeah, like yes. the songs that they come out with are just absolute bangers, like S-I-M-P, which means very different things depending on the context. <laughs> but yeah, Squirrels in My Pants. Um, I got to play. what's making you, you jump like that. that? Squirrels. S-I-M-P, Squirrels, Squirrels in My, my pants. pants. Oh my God. <laughs> but oh, uh, just very, very quickly, Paramore. There are a lot of Sam songs. The Sam, some, a lot of your Sam songs are on there. That's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, it's, it's something, I don't know why I call, I call it that, but like songs that like you, you perform, like whether we're at like Mighty Joe or like, I don't know, you're, we're, we're doing whatever and you're performing, like whatever songs that you cover erase me or um what is that one song uh valerie like those are oh yeah yeah like those are sam songs like devil s put a a stamp (laughs) on it tm trademark thank you those are some of my favorites to perform live and paramore i mean i just i'm obsessed with paramore but Mm. their songs are just so fun to play like uh and listen to of course so we're gonna have a whole episode dedicated but yeah those are just some a few examples of what we got coming up on the radar so stay tuned for that oh it's gonna be so fun i'm so excited yeah so uh, guys please stick around um check us out on our socials uh so look up baso profundo podcast on instagram uh and then also on twitter where we're gonna be uh putting out updates maybe some silly stuff who knows uh but that's on twitter it's baso profundo underscore because i was so annoyed that i couldn't get just baso profundo i'm like who's using this this is this is, this is our this is our brand. Come on, <laughs> you can't take it. I will pay you. And you, you can uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts wherever you are currently listening to this. Yeah. You can follow us and like our page. Yeah, please tell. It would be so cool. Tell us what you think. Like, comment, subscribe. All of the the the, the buzzwords when it comes to sticking around because we love to yeah. have you. We'd love to hear what you think. Like your input is, you know we we just like to know what what you what you think yeah so so tell us if you have episode ideas yeah exactly S- suggestions we're we're open to it if we're feeling uh particularly passionate about anything we're mm-hmm. we're open for it but yeah we have we have plenty of stuff that we have on our minds that we want to do uh so so please uh stick around and watch us hell yeah oh yeah so i believe that is it and uh thank you for joining us on the baso profundo podcast i am jonathan i am sam Thank you for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. See you next week. See you.